Welcome to The Essentials, a podcast featuring foundational teachings for every Christ follower. Welcome to our episode two of The Essentials podcast series. I'm here with Desi Hink. Hey, how's everybody doing? And Dr. Thalissa Nutt. Hey guys, it's so good to be here with you today. We are very excited to get into a conversation about our first essential habit of Bible study and prayer, and today we're going to primarily focus our conversation on Bible study, but first, we are so excited to have Dr. Thalissa Nutt with us today. Yeah, we really are excited to have you here, Thalissa, and last week, just so you know, we started off with our testimonies, and we'd love to hear a little bit about your story. Well, you know, early on, my my parents, I had we we went to church as a family and um but at the age of 6 my parents divorced mm-hmm. and so from the time i was 6 until my early early adolescence you know i did not go to church and really was not a part of that whole uh, experience and it was in junior high school that a really close friend of mine Kelly McNeil uh, she invited me to church and so um, you know fortunately her dad became my youth pastor and um, that was just uh, that's when I you know committed my life to the Lord I was discipled uh, in in the church back home in Orange, Texas, give, give a shout out to Orange, <laughs> and uh, you know that was a, a really uh, defining time in my life, and as far as my spiritual growth, and just had some great experiences on mission trips, and just some uh, you know great teaching that I was exposed to, and so very uh, very significant impact uh, my youth pastor and his family on my life. So that's great. You know, uh, we talked uh, last episode about the importance other people play in our walk with Christ. Yeah. And for me, a lot of it was the influence my father had. You know, when, when I, you know, I accepted Christ after a sermon he preached and Desi talked about Mingo, you know, coming to yeah. the back porch, right? And saying, hey, is your life all right? Do you need Christ? And it sounds like Kelly played that kind of role for you, Thalissa. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, e- even now as, as a, you know, a, a person really involved in ministry and she is involved in ministry as well today, you know, I send her you know, text going, Kelly, thanks so much for reaching out to me in PE class in junior high school, because it definitely uh, changed the trajectory of my whole life. It's an amazing, it's, ama- it's amazing what an invitation can do. Yes. Just somebody yes. reaching out to another individual can change their whole life. Absolutely. And so we're okay. thankful for her. Um, so today we're going to be talking about, what are we going to be talking about, Darren? Well, let's talk about Bible study. Okay. Um, you know, it's the first habit and in a way it could be one of the most intimidating things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've struggled with it. I don't know if you guys struggle with it. Well, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I know I have. Yeah. And um, I'm glad that we're talking about it because literally this week, uh, one of my students came up to me and said, uh, you know, Professor Hink, I'm just struggling with how to read my Bible. I feel like when I sit down, I don't know where to turn, uh, how to start or what to do. And sometimes when I do start reading, um, I don't get a whole lot out of it. And I said, well, I'm glad you asked that question because <laughs> we're going to be talking about it uh, in our church podcast. 
That's cool. I, I think reading our Bible as we learn in essentials, it's it's well, it's obviously essential. Mm-hmm. Right? It's one of the essentials. Right? But it, like I said, it could, it could be intimidating. And a lot of times, particularly in our culture, um, we have a, a lot of a self-help kind of view. Like, how do I read something to make my life better? Mm. And I think when it comes to the Bible, we have to kind of turn that around. And when, when I think about sort of when I read and everything, the times I struggled most is when I was trying to apply every scripture to me. And I learned a little while ago that the number one reason we read the Bible and study the Bible is to get to know God. It's God's primary voice to us. And when you realize that, it kind of sets that priority of, I'm reading to get to know God. I'm not reading to make my life better. Now, our life does improve in ways through that process. But to me, that was kind of essential. Mm. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Um, I, I agree a hundred percent with what you said. Um, when I think about reading the Bible, if I were to, uh, be asked this question, which I was obviously, uh, by one of my students and what I think it comes down to is realizing that we don't have to do it on our own. Uh, the first place that we can go to help is prayer that we want to go to the Lord and say, uh, Lord, as I'm sitting here and I'm opening up your word, would you guide me? Would you speak to me today through your word? Would you help me to understand and to know your truth? And I am so thankful that we have the Holy Spirit, that we have a helper that can guide us through our time of, of daily Bible reading, which is the next point. I think that whenever we read our Bible, we need to read it on a continual, on a continuous basis. We need to read it daily. It's not just something we come to once a week or once a month or just when we have something uh, that we're struggling with or we have a need, but it's something every day we can get up and go to his word and know that this is God's word to us. And the last point that I would make is that we need to do it in community. And we see that in Acts chapter two, verse 42, where it talks about that daily they came together and they studied the doctrines of the apostles and we can come together and how great it is that we have a church like Creekwood where there's other believers, other brothers and sisters in Christ that are striving to know God more. And so if I could kind of narrow it down to three things that I think are essential in your daily devotion is prayer, doing it regularly, and doing it in community. I think it's great. So let me let me just ask a couple of questions on this. When you say daily, um, that sounds pretty intimidating. Sure. So um, I know people have asked me in the past that I'd have to read a chapter a day, a book a day, a verse a day. Um, and I know there's not just one answer, but how, Thalissa, how would you respond to that? I mean, how are you in the word daily or weekly or whatever your cadence is? Well, when, when we talk about daily, I think something that has helped me tremendously over the years is the, the one-year Bible and um, I have the audio sent to me. It's, it's sent to my text box. So, uh, you know, every day when I take a look at my text messages, you know, which is a habit, <laughs> which I do daily, you That's know, I, I have this text. And all I have to do is, you know, uh, click play and I'm able to listen to <laughs> a devotion. And so that's, that's something I do daily. And so I, I find that real helpful. I love that. No, I, I think it's great. We were talking earlier, right? And, and, I, and I, I like that example. We're kind of kicking around about, you know, the Bible being living and breathing. It's alive. It, it's, yeah. it's not something that's stagnant and dead, but um, how we have to feed on it. 
Yeah. It's food. It's what we need to, to keep growing. And, you know, kind of like the, you know, you think about probiotics, mm -hmm. right? And how important probiotics are to our body to help us digest mm -hmm. different things and whatever. And I think the word of God is that for us. And we get so much trash in our minds daily. Right. You know, I know for me at work, it's constant perform this, perform that, outdo this, outdo that. We got to beat what we did yesterday. Um, you know, and you, you watch things on TV, you hear things on the radio, you see things advertised. And to me, the word of God is sort of that probiotic to sort of yeah. help me get rid of some of the toxins and keep the truth of, of, of who God is. You know, when you say that, what comes to mind immediately is how we're transformed, mm. you know, by the renewing of our mind from the scripture. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think that's so important as we get renewed, uh, kind of a, a reboot yeah. or we get that, you know, a boost of probiotics <laughs> yeah. if you want to think of it that way that's true um desi you, you had a scripture that you, you mentioned earlier in acts mm -hmm. um, i don't know if you can share read it or whatever um but I that, that really summarizes what you're talking about really really well yeah you know so acts um talks about that daily they came together and, and not only that but i was also thinking about it's not just daily but as we come to it as you guys were talking about um, that it helps us to to cleanse our minds of things, help us to re to put our mind on what's important. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also thought as I'm going through life that I was reminded of Psalms 119 uh, verse 105 where it says that your your word is a lamp mm -hmm. unto my feet and a light unto my path in a That's world great. that can often be so dark and and sometimes even overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It's a comfort to know that his word is truth and no matter what the world is saying that his word is somewhere I can go as a refuge and I can find guidance and I can find truth and direction for my everyday life. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, now a couple of things that I just want to kind of dig into a little bit. Um, one other thing I'll mention is 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 being able to read scripture in their full context. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of jokes and things you've seen out there about taking one scripture out of context and putting scriptures together that maybe weren't intended to go together and so forth. And one thing I found is really helpful for me is is when the, when God does speak to me in a particular verse is to make sure that I back up and read the scriptures coming before it and mm -hmm. to read the scripture that come after it because we have to remember the bible is a book yes. it's god inspired but man delivered right and and they were delivered in situations in a, at a particular time and but they give us timeless truths yes and to understand like what was the context of the author trying to give to the people at the time and and then figuring out oh, okay i get that main message and then god really starts to unlock things i don't know if you guys have discovered that. well as you're kind of talking about just some of that um basic principles of, of good um, Bible reading. I think another tool that we can use of realizing that we want to look at the context and we know that uh, a pretext and a post-text make a context. So what was being said before and what was being said after can kind of give us the bigger picture of what's going on. Um, but also, I mean, just practically speaking, a good study Bible goes a long way. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, just, Absolutely. And I feel like we have such a, a plethora of resources today yep. that um, I would just encourage you to find a really good study Bible that can help mm. provide context and help provide setting and, and really what's going on with each book of the Bible that's being written. And you know what comes to mind is, is the whole idea about looking at other versions of the Bible. If you're looking at a passage and you're looking at the 
pretext, the post-text, the context, and you, you take that passage, just take a look at it in, say, the NIV, the New International Version. You have um, other paraphrase, like the message paraphrase, or the New Living Translation. You have the ESV, you've got New King James, you've got King James. I just think it's very insightful when you look at it in, in just different words. So totally, like totally agree. It's, it's compelling to read, like you said, passing the ESV and then read the, the um, paraphrase of the message. Yeah. It's, it, just, it just gives you totally different ways to think about it. Yeah. Um, well, speak, speaking of different passages and different translations, the other thing that I think is important uh, for followers of Christ to, to not be afraid to do is don't be afraid to reread passages. That's good. I mean, just it, you read something once, read it again, read it again. Um, you know, we, we know that the Word of God is alive, and it's, it's something that, that, that just um, is food to us, like we mentioned before. So we should, we should be reading it over and over. But I don't know if you've ever struggled with that. I know for me, it's like, well, shouldn't I just read it and totally comprehend it and apply it and then move on to the next thing? No, that's a great idea. Like, I, I like to, you know, if you want to use the word like ruminate, you know, I like to chew on the passage of scripture and I actually make scripture cards. I don't make it real complicated. I buy a pack of 99 cent index cards, but I write it out. Mm. And I mean, I've got a passage, you know, uh, in my car right now and I'm just soaking on that passage. And, and when I do that, I know it. And I mean, I can bring it to mind. I can, you know, and so I, I just love using scripture cards sometimes when I hit a particular topic or, uh, you know, I can just pull out my scripture cards that, that really kind of hit that area. And I mean, there have been times, again, where I, I will be in the grocery store or I, I will be, you know, waiting in line somewhere at Target and I pull out my, you know, instead of huffing and puffing and being frustrated about how line, how slow the line is, just pull out your, your passage of scripture and soak on it. So. Great advice. Mm. Scripture cards in, on the dash of your car, yeah. your bathroom mirror, in your planner, yeah. right? Right. That, yeah. I think it's awesome. We need one to cover up the cat on your coffee mug. <laughs> Uh, yes. yes. Um, all right. Well, you know, we've talked about the um, the word of God being alive and, and active. And let me just read in Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 in NIV, since we talked about translations, um, it says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Wow, what a powerful truth from Scripture, of the importance of Scripture. And uh, I think as we conclude today, um, there's some really strong takeaways and some really great advice that we can glean from um, these insights. And, you know, I don't know where you're at as you're listening to this, where you're at on your journey of faith, but uh, I hope that you will you'll run to His Word because uh, in it is life and uh we hope that you have a wonderful week and that you continue to grow. And uh, we just bless you in the name of the Lord. 